Welcome to Level Up, a podcast for independent artists navigating the Asian music industry. I'm your host, Giselle Ko. I'm a music journalist, the founder of Platform Asian Pop Weekly, and an all-around Mandopop nerd. Join me in taking control of your career as an artist, and I'll show you how to make the most of it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh my god, I'm so excited. So this is the very, very first episode of our Level Up podcast. I'm Giselle Cole, as you heard before, and today we're going to be navigating the Asian music industry together and discussing our very first topic, artist branding and positioning. Or in other words, what kind of artist do you want to be? So basically, let's start the conversation with talking about where you are as an artist right now. Maybe you've written a song. And then now what? Before you hit submit and deliver your new track out into the world, it always helps to think about how you would like your music to define you. Sure, sometimes it works just to go with the flow. But a clear artist positioning, or at least, you know, some thought put into the topic, will give you a much-needed compass for the road ahead. And let's hope it's a long one. It's kind of like the business rules of you being an artist. If you don't set some boundaries and ground rules and you end up saying yes to every single sponsored post and collab, you're going to be left with no brand and in the long term, this means no credibility and even worse, no artistic direction. And more importantly, there are millions of artists out there vying for the same opportunities. So what are you going to do to make sure you stand out from the crowd from the get-go? So before you do anything else, stop and think just for a second or at least the duration of this podcast. We hope you listen till the end. But in any case, there are three steps that I like to go through whenever I'm thinking about how to create sustainable positioning for the artists that I've worked with in the past. Let's go through them one by one right now. Step one, brainstorming. Think about how you would like to be viewed as an artist. Be it by genre preference, style, voice, or certain musical elements, find out who you are and what makes you unique. If your mind is still blanking, try asking friends and family for their honest opinions and see how these comments fit with you. Are they on point? Something you've never thought about before or just completely way off? Remember to take your emotions out of the picture for this exercise. It's not going to work if you get offended at every single thing they say. Instead, make a mental or maybe even an actual list of the qualities and descriptions of you as an artist that sat right with you, and even more importantly, those that didn't. Either way, it'll give you some food for thought and allow you to use the process of elimination and also your artistic intuition to narrow down to where you'd rather be and where you'd rather not be as an artist. Both are equally important. Finding out what defines you as an artist is an ongoing process, and this brainstorming exercise is just one way to get you started. In my experience with working with artists in the past, it took days and weeks of conversation and long-standing mutual trust to even come up with a positioning that sat right with them. For you, it might take the same amount of time or it might even take longer. Whatever it is, don't rush it. The most important thing is to remember to be totally present and honest in this conversation about how you would like to be represented as an artist. Because this positioning is something that you're going to have to stick with, at least for the next few singles, or for the album, or just even the near future. So it should really fit your needs and purposes like a glove. It shouldn't be rendered roughly so that rips and tears appear, and then you have to start from scratch. Because even though it's inevitable that things like this happen, 
As an indie artist, time and resources are limited. And what you do have are your ideas, and good ones at that. So bank on your strengths and make the most of it. Even if you don't find what works for you, by at least putting in the work, you're one step closer to finding out what does. Step 2. Articulating So if you've gotten this far, the next stage would be articulating this branding in a very succinct manner. Kind of like a unique sales proposition, which is basically uh, one or two lines which sum up very clearly what this product or this service or this person is about. So try and sum up yourself as an artist in one or two sentences. You might need more than one or two when you begin, but just get it all down and try and pick out the keywords that stick out to you and just keep working at it and working at it and whittling the whole paragraph or whatever you have down. Using one of my all-time favorites, Wang Li Hong, as an example. So a unique proposition I would write for him would go something like this. Wang Li Hong is a Taiwanese-American singer-songwriter and multi-hyphenate who was one of the driving forces that brought Mandarin pop music to the wider world. Popular for his full-throated ballads and East meets West musical fusions, he's one of the reigning kings of contemporary Mandopop. So let's break it down. These two sentences touched on several things. First of all, it touched on Lee Hong's background, which for him, it was a thing that he was noted for because he was one of the first Taiwanese Americans on the scene. At the time, he couldn't speak Chinese very well, so it kind of was a selling point as in he was bringing in some uh, Western elements into his music and he had a very global mindset and standard of music that he was making. So uh, I think that's something that worked for him. And the second thing is his musical genre, which is something that made him unique, especially the East meets West musical fusions, which uh, define a lot of his career. And third of all, uh, for him, I think another thing that defines him is his current place in the industry as one of the reigning kings of contemporary Mandopop because it is his most noted title as of now and a very iconic positioning for him. So in short, the USP should be a list of the most pertinent and unique features of you as an artist. Keep that in mind while you come up with this. But again, take your time because it's not going to come immediately or overnight. But once you do have it, it'll inform the core focus of your forthcoming strategy. Step 3. Competitor Research And so we've come to the last and final step of this thought process about your positioning as an artist. Competitor Research Now that you've learned how to objectively articulate your description of yourself as an artist, it's time to pit yourself against the competition or at least references of them. This could be something that you could complete on your own, or it might be something that you need help with. Mm, if you need help with this, I would suggest looking at people in the industry who kind of know the scene that you're wanting to get into relatively well. It doesn't have to be someone who's like professional or in the music industry even. Uh, just a friend or a peer who really likes your music, that will work really well as well. So once you've found your team, your brainstorming team, I guess. Think of artists who fit into several categories. First of all, artists that you aspire to be like. Because these artists are the ones that might not necessarily inform your current positioning, but they are something that you want to aim towards, and that will also help to inform your future strategy. Second of all, you should look at artists that you are similar to in some ways. And third of all, you should look at artists in your niche. Draw a Venn diagram 
if you know what a Venn diagram is, is the one of the three circles that are like inter inter interconnected. <laughs> and note if there are any artists who are in two or three of these categories simultaneously. Especially, you should look out for artists who you are similar to, and artists who are in your niche. We particularly want to look at these artists and what they're offering, because we need to question if your USP is different enough from theirs in order for you to stand out. Breaking through the clutter is tough enough as it is without having a similar offering available. However, these artists are also a good point of reference to see what worked, what didn't, and if there's anything that you can add to your unique sales proposition. All in all, this stage of competitor research is just to make sure that your plan is as foolproof as it can get at this stage. Once it seems you've hit a dead end for now, it might just be time to start rolling out that USP and taking it on the test run. So that's it. Those are my hard and fast rules on artist positioning. It's really nothing complicated, just some points for you to think about. Together with this podcast, though, we've put together some brainstorming worksheets that you can download free by signing up for our mailing list with the link in the show notes below. FYI, we'll be preparing tailored worksheets and checklists, anything to keep you accountable for what we've talked about in the podcast to go with every episode. For the first two episodes, these worksheets will be free to download via our mailing list, link in the show notes, as I said before. But after that, these worksheets will only be exclusively available through our Patreon page under the Level Up Artist tier. So get them while they're hot, and I'll see you on the other side. The Level Up podcast is brought to you jointly by Blossoming Bridge Creative and Asian Pop Weekly. Be sure to follow on our socials at Asian Pop Weekly, and also check out our website if you're looking for more Mandarin or Asian music content. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and we'll see you on the next one.